Hello, and my name is Pete Rushmer, and I'm your host today of A Half Dozen Things podcast. A Half Dozen Things is a podcast for business owners just like you. Whether you're an underdog hungry for success, or you're already smashing it, but want to continue to level up, we are here each week for you to get insight and learning from the very best in the business. No fluff, no BS, and no self-proclaimed gurus talking about how easy business or life is. Hello and welcome to this Lunchtime Live around drug and alcohol and fleet drivers. Uh, I decided to do this uh, th- this session um, for for my podcast, a half dozen things, but also as a lunchtime live as we uh, get ready for the for the festive period. It's an exciting time uh, for everyone, and everyone's looking forward to a good break and a, and, and a holiday. Um, so here I am in front of uh, one of the many Christmas trees uh, uh, that flagship partners have this year. Uh, anyone that knows the business uh, and knows uh, knows Maggie in particular, um, she is uh, she's dead keen for Christmas. She's almost the female version of Elf from the movie, uh, and she uh, she loves nothing more than putting up a Christmas tree. So anyone that comes to visit us, certainly in the later part of November um, and December as well, is going to be greeted by uh, a, a well decorated Christmas tree. She's actually even made herself. Uh, this this den for our office in the workplace so she uh, she really loves Christmas but yeah hopefully you're starting to feel in the Christmas spirit and uh, and starting to look forward to the Christmas festivities um, and uh, I don't I don't intend to um, sort of poo-poo anyone's celebrations part of doing this uh, recording but it's a it's a vital part of road safety uh, vital part of what we do at flagship partners uh, making sure that that fleet operators are are safe and and maintaining a, a safe working environment as well as ensuring that we raise awareness of uh, road safety campaigns so at this stage talking about drugs and alcohol seems seems like it makes sense a uh, good friend of mine uh, Leslie O'Brien at her freight people uh, recently she did a session with uh, about drugs and alcohol and, and testing as well so uh, it feels like it's uh, an important part of what we're uh, what we're doing uh, thank you someone there I've just been told a LinkedIn user said a timely topic and lovely decoration. So yeah, thank you very much. Uh, I can't take any credit for them. I'm actually a bit of a Scrooge. Not only am I not a big fan of Christmas, um, I do enjoy it for the children, but uh, actually I'm, I also don't drink either. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit like preaching to the converter, particularly around uh, doing a session around drink driving because um, it's something I don't do. I haven't drunk since I was 18. I don't, don't particularly enjoy it. But anyway, I'm, I'm just going to share some statistics and why uh, why it's important that as a fleet operator, even if whether that's HGVs or whether whether you run a grey fleet of vehicles, whether you've got vans um, or, or company cars in your fleet, why it's important to start thinking about drink driving at this stage uh, of the year. Um, and uh, as part of setting up uh, setting up this session, I've done done some research and uh, I had a look at drinkdriving.org. And I found on there there's some statistics for, for over a 35-year period up until recent years. And on average, 666 people are killed each year uh, as a result of drink driving. And 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 over 3,500 are uh, seriously injured. Okay, so um, there, there's, some, there's some shocking statistics. Um, it's uh it's you know a big uh, a, a big challenge. Um Numbers have dropped year on year, which is fantastic as as, as awareness is raised and um, you know the 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 social uh, you know the social side of it is that it's less less and less acceptable, which is fantastic. Um, but we are looking at around eighty five thousand convictions annually as well across the UK. Now, that's um, 
that's some pretty pretty big statistics and i think that it's uh, it's important for us to recognize that as as managers in our business and uh, that we may have a sort of uh, covering of the general population in 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 our workplaces and what we can do not only to uh, protect other road users but also to protect our businesses and, and protect our brands as well um, one of the other bits of uh, research I found was on confused.com they actually did a poll of 2,000 UK drivers and they found that 36% were confused themselves as to what uh, what the drink drive alcohol limits uh, were um, on, on the road and 37% of those uh, that were surveyed said that they'd drive after one drink and 32% said after two drinks now, the actual uh, the actual official limit in the UK is 80 milligrams per 100 milliliters of, of blood. And in Scotland, it's actually even less, 50 milligrams. Um, and actually, there was, um, uh, th- there was actually a, a percentage of drivers who said that they would be, uh, you know, that almost 42% of the poll admitted knowingly uh, of driving over the limit or thinking that they were potentially over the limit. So that's 42% of those 2,000 randomly surveyed. That's a, that's a serious number of people who potentially take some risks the following day after having had or enjoyed a night out. It might have been, you know, a party of some sort or, or, or whatever. But um, that's, a, that's a fair amount of people that are willing to take a, take a bit of a chance. And we see year on year about a 20% increase of uh, drink driving uh uh, convictions over the Christmas period or, or due to the Christmas period so now is a, a very timely time for us to talk about that particularly with a lot of companies um, organizing their, their Christmas parties they're they're getting people together to, to celebrate and by all means that's that's a wonderful thing for us to do it's really really important that we get together and we celebrate Christmas we celebrate the wins and, and we enjoy ourselves but actually the, the reason for the session is to think about think about what 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 this means for us and and how we can uh, work together to ensure that we 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 maintain road safety and, and and promote promote road safety. Well, the official statistics was eighty milligrams per uh, hundred milliliters of blood. Well, um, alcohol leaves uh, the body on average at about one unit per hour, but that can vary from person to person. And as I was doing the research, I was looking, and there's three key factors that affect the amount of time um, or affect. Uh, the alcohol level uh, in someone's body. And the first is the amount of alcohol that's been consumed. The second is the period of time during which the consumption has taken place. And then the third is the speed that the body is able to get rid of, of the alcohol. Hi, it's Pete from Flagship Partners. We're really proud to sponsor a Half Dozen Things podcast. At Flagship Partners, we take road safety really seriously and we're your road safety partnership. We help transport companies with compliance and training across their businesses, including first aid, driver CPC and other transport management services. So if your four is accredited or you want to improve your your operator compliance risk score, give Flagship Partners a call today. Three key factors and actually it makes it really quite complex, doesn't it? So it makes you wonder or it makes me wonder, like, you know, what's the point in even taking the chance? probably better just not to not to think about it there were several myths that i came across as well which was that sleep sleep can help uh, help help reduce the alcohol levels as well as cold water and coffee and actually they're they're proven uh, proven not to work um so uh, a bit of a bit of a myth buster there as well for people i did have a look at the uh, luton uh, website as i was looking at sort of how long alcohol takes to leave the body and there was an interesting article that i found on there um 
if someone drinks eight pints of ordinary strength beer, which for most people, that's probably a good night out, eight, eight pints of uh, beer, and they were to stop at midnight, so they haven't carried on too late. Um, but uh, based on the, that research, they reckon that that driver would be unsafe to drive with uh, alcohol having left their body until 4 p.m. the following day. So that, that just sort of goes to show that actually on a on a average night's drinking, not staying out too late, um, the potential for drink driving the following day is, is really, really quite high. So it ma- makes you think about makes you think about whether it's actually worth whether it's worth doing at all. So as I prepared this, I was sort of thinking about this in the context of a fleet operator and a, a, in the context of a business as well. Um, and and I've got a good example actually. And and I know I've really sort of just focused on on drink for now, but but drug drugs are even worse. They take they t- actually take longer. Certainly marijuana takes much longer uh, to be processed by the body. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm aware of a case recently where uh, someone 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 uses uh, someone uses marijuana on a regular basis and it takes almost four weeks of non-use to, uh, to, to test clear of that. So um, it's something really, really for for companies to consider, directors to consider um, and certainly people managers. And the other thing is around brand and reputation. So certainly HGV operators and transport managers need to consider their repute um, and what they do on a proactive basis to help manage drivers. Uh, You know, in the case of uh, someone driving an HGV uh, under the influence of alcohol or getting caught under the influence of alcohol, it's very likely that that will end up uh, as a driver conduct hearing and and the the transport operation itself, how they manage drivers will potentially be be looked at by by the traffic commissioner. I, uh, I came across an incident, certainly, earlier this year i believe where there was a, a situation where an operator that i know and and, and have, we've done some training with them before uh, one of their uh, agency drivers was actually caught roadside uh, 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 under the influence of drugs and actually what had happened is that the police force uh, that had found them in the other part of the country had actually posted it on twitter and um, before before the company director had even been been notified um so word spreads really quickly and the reason i use that analogy is actually the brand reputation a lot of uh, a lot of company vehicles vans etc have um have company markings on them they have branding on them so um it's 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 quite a scary thing to think that you spend all that time um positively promoting your business and actually there's a possibility that there there could be a negative impact um quite rapidly if uh, if someone uh, wants to break the rules in a company vehicle so um it's just something for for people to consider. It's certainly a case that I came across recently. So, what can we do? Uh, what can we do, sort of proactively, to um, protect uh, the company and and to raise awareness uh, with people? Well, certainly, before I get into the policies and the procedural side of things, I think it's worthwhile having a think about the internal communications. How are we communicating the invitations to our our Christmas parties? How are we internally communicating our our stance on drink drug uh, drink drink drugs and driving um, and um, there's there's lots and lots we can do around the way we invite people the way that we share internal communications from a from a newsletter point of view from a magazine point of view um, share some of the statistics we could do some training with people uh, we can do some short awareness sessions some toolbox talks maybe even share videos like this um, Often it doesn't need to be the shock factor. People people often have seen the you know the shock factor this time of year. Uh, the videos will come out from um, the, the the police and the uh, highways agency around drink driving statistics. So people are sort of uh, aware of those shock tactics. But actually, what can we do internally to to help promote that? 
And then aside from that, moving on to thinking about policies and procedures, what what have we got in our policies? What's in our employment contracts? Have we reviewed them uh, recently enough? Um, do do you carry out testing? Uh, one of the reasons for me wanting to um, wanting to run this video is um, that I've come across recently, particularly in some of the Facebook communities, as a transport manager that that, that I follow and speak to. Um, there's certainly a concern from business owners and fleet operators around drug and alcohol testing, um, and with uh, with the, the alleged driver shortage. Um, at the moment, that that obviously drivers are readily available; they can they can go and uh, and and drive anywhere. So actually, implementing a, a a drug and alcohol testing was, you know, I saw I saw there being some negative viewpoints that people were worried that drivers would leave if that was the case. And uh, I think that actually a lot of the bigger operators now, uh, that certainly that I come across, it's it's part of the the contract. It's something that they do on a regular basis. A lot of the the work providers that I'm aware of that, that that uphold certain standards as part of their prerequisites for carrying out work for them um, require drivers to be tested uh, regularly for for drugs and alcohol. And um, actually, I think if we reframe that as uh, as a transport operation, and one of the things that you know, if, if people would like to reach out and speak to me at Flagship around that, um, one of the things that we do is reframe that around. Actually, this is our business. This is our brand. This is our reputation. And and this is. Uh, what we stand for and we stand for road safety and 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 this is why and actually we can start to introduce those things and actually um, it will make sure that the right people are working in your business you know and, and that, that's sort of my advice as I've, I've spoken to people about it we need to make sure that we've got the right people working and uh, and those that take umbrage to to being tested um, you know they're, they're doing their bit for road safety uh, by agreeing to be tested and and those that, that refuse to are potentially people that you may not want to uh, want to work for you so uh, those are the things to think about you may need to sort of seek some uh, seek, seek some specialist HR advice uh, I'm more than happy to to help anyone that wants uh, some support with that if you've got your own experience please do share in the comments it'd be really really good to engage with people hear their experiences what have they come across um, you know I've come across some uh, some drug testing recently that I alluded to earlier I used a company called Crystal um, who, who were absolutely brilliant. They were really um, confidential in the way they carried uh, their workout. They were really professional in the way that they tested. Uh, I was really, really, really impressed with them. Um, so I know I can recommend them, but who, who would you recommend for drug and alcohol testing? Please do uh, tag them in below. Um, I'm, I'm really interested to hear people's feedback on this. Uh, I, have a, I have a community on Facebook called the Transport Manager and Consultant Hub, uh, where we, we have these conversations. So uh, please do come and join the conversation. Um, it'd be great to hear from you. And I, I really hope that you found uh, this worthwhile. And I hope that it's interesting. And uh, if you do want to share it with your, with your colleagues, uh, hopefully it will help raise awareness too. Um, anyway, take care now and catch you soon. I really hope you loved today's episode. And if you did, please make sure you subscribe and listen out for future episodes too. Please do share it across your social media channels. We hope to reach more and help more people. If you want to find out more about me, my name's Pete Rushmer. You'll find me across any social media channel and my business, Flagship Partners. And we're your partners in success across your business. Thank you. See you again soon.